And now, it's time for Tampa Bay Fishing Radio. Presented by Rivard Buick GMC in Tampa. On 102.5 The Bone. Tampa Bay. You're listening to Tampa Bay Fishing Radio. This is Captain Zach Sturm. I'm here in studio celebrating a fantastic milestone. We have been doing this a while and we are officially a three-hour fishing show. Um, we may not talk about fishing all the time, but it's definitely the entertainment that you guys have come to love and we really appreciate the great reception in the Tampa Bay area. And uh, no, that wasn't a radio pun or anything. We just really appreciate what you all have done for us to get us to this point. Big thank you to our friends at Rivard Buick GMC for also making this happen. Um, we have Ryan Hoppy on the boards. What's up, man? And uh, we have some special guests in here today. Um, you all know Curtis, our good friend and fellow angler from uh, Rivard Buick GMC. Good morning, Tampa Bay. We've got Chris Wilhelm, the uh, gold glove snook slayer. Good morning. And we have Chris's brother-in-law, good friend of mine, David, that actually is going to tell us a little bit about catching his first snook this last week. Good morning, and congratulations on your show. Thank you, my friend. We we appreciate it. I'm just glad that we can all be in here together. And uh, we have the legendary Gray Birchall on the way in. He got caught in a little bit of traffic, but he'll be in with us shortly. Man, guys, we uh, we did it. How, how in the hell did we do that, you know? I, I'm super thankful. Um Curtis, let's start this show off by making fun of you because uh, I think you caught the smallest grouper the other day I've ever seen. I think I caught a couple of the smallest grouper I've ever seen the other day. <laughs> we uh, we went out probably about 20 miles. It was uh, just a handful of us, and it was a beautiful day for offshore fishing on Thursday. Um, we went out with my friend Pablo, a local charter captain from Real Coquina Charters here in the Tampa Bay area. And we went out, water was glass calm. We ended up doing a little bit on the live bottom. Uh, not too much work, just kind of targeting hogfish. We took a bunch of live shrimp out. We headed down and saw old Bill at Gandy Bait. And uh, I tried to get him to sell me all of his select shrimp, but regardless of all the years I've known him, <laughs> there's no way in hell he was making that happen. He was making sure that everybody in that, you know, in that in that I, there wasn't really a line but uh he wanted to make sure that the other customers got it so i really liked that i thought it was great bill ain't holding shrimp for nobody no <laughs> but that's one thing gandy bait will not hold shrimp for nobody you, you could be a you know who whoever you know we're all getting this fair chance so big <laughs> shout out to gandy bait for being good folks but uh yeah we, we took the live shrimp and uh headed out we figured we'd hit some live bottom for some hogfish and uh that's pretty much what we did. Um, first, we made a quick detour to the pipeline. Uh, we hit one of our numbers on the pipeline. It was further out, and there really wasn't that much action going on. Lots of Almaco jacks were coming up to the boat. We were hitting a lot of big amber jacks that were holding on the pipeline. Keeper fish. No ARS? Mm, we Some caught, small ones. We caught, like, two small ones. Remember it, last time we were out there? It was infested. It was rough the last time we were out there. I mean, but, don't get me wrong. I like catching a big American red snapper, but you, you can't keep them and you can't get past them. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just about the same as those AJs that we're on. But I I don't know. Some folks like an AJ. An AJ is a great fish. Uh, if you're going on a charter, you have a loved one. That, AJs are great, as you guys know, for the game fish quality. It's a hell of a fight. It's an, you know, it's a 
in my opinion, it's a good eating fish for a fish fry. But on a regular basis, I'm not trying to catch AJ's. I'm, you know, I, I want the easy meal. I want my mangrove snappers. I want my hog fish. Don't let don't let Travis Rudder hear you say that. Oh <laughs> no, no, Tra- Travis. Travis is the Almaco Jack King. Oh man, Travis would Travis would have been totally pissed that I threw away. Uh, we threw back a handful of them. Big Almacos. Oh, he'd have been so mad at you he, guys. Well secrets out now i feel bad so i'm gonna get a call from travis redder saying oh man but uh yeah travis redder went out the other day and he did pretty well on the hogs and I saw such. that but uh but no well, i mean how, how we do we went from the pipeline and then we ended up heading back in a little bit we hit some live bottom numbers for targeting hogfish and man i really wish gray was in here to uh to talk about this because he was actually the one that put together the gopro and sent it to the bottom and this was the coolest experience guys that uh you know david and chris weren't there curtis was but so i'll tell them just as we're telling you guys on the air we sent that gopro down it was crystal clear water got it to the bottom first thing we see male hogfish rooting around we have some of this footage be sure to join tampa offshore fishing on facebook our group if you're not already a member, there's tons of this content and stuff that we you know, we can't show you because clearly we're a radio show. Um, but it's super cool. Check it out. This hogfish was just looking at the screen. They just swam right up to it and looked at it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, the big, big mangoes. And it, it was it was excellent. But So the highlight of the trip, other than Gray's hogfish, had to be that massive mangrove that uh, oh. your boy Scott Kula put in the boat so so we'll 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 get to scotty in just a second here uh scott is actually out right now um on the sleigh ride with captain andrew our good buddy and Lyndon, who a lot of you guys know from the show here um but he man that fish okay so some of you may know this some of you may not but we refer to our friend scott kula as the snapper legend and the reason why that came about is I coined that nickname because in the snapper fishing world, everybody thinks that they're the best snapper fishermen. And in the Tampa Bay area, we have a ton of talented mangrove snapper anglers. You know, I say this sincerely. And uh, everybody's like, man, they, oh, you're a good snapper fisherman. This not. One day I was just like, you know what the hell with it? I'm going to name Scotty the snapper legend. We're going to call it a day, you know. So it, the nickname stuck, but... Scotty definitely lives up to his reputation. Now, I will say I put the first mango in the boat at the pipeline before any of y'all even knew what a fish was. <laughs> we y'all had pulling to listen al- about it all day. <laughs> all did he, did day. Did he show you his title belt all day? All Yeah, it's like that meme with, uh, with Hogan sitting there with his title belt, <laughs> me waiting for my buddy that I outfished to pick me up. One of the... Uh, one of the beauties. Yes, we have Gray Birchall entering the studio. Somebody's going to have to go down and get him. I'll I think it. I think it's gonna have to be old Wilhelm. I got it. You got him, buddy. Take one for the team. Um, we unfortunately, guys, we were going to be doing a live broadcast. I'm, I want to wait to get into the rest of the story. I want Gray here so you guys can have his input and his opinion on this too. But uh, back to uh, we were supposed to have this live. We were super excited. We have some giveaways that we're going to be doing today. Well, we are live, but not like... Well, yeah, we're live, but I mean, in person at the Gandhi boat ramp. That was our problem. Um, Unfortunately, Cox Media were not able to do any type of community type things 
for a week or so until this coronavirus gets figured out. It's it. I understand. It's just for the safety. You know, Cox Media has a lot of employees. Some of them are would be ones that are susceptible to this, unlike younger guys like us. So we appreciate that they're doing the best they can to take care of their people because that just means that they would take care of folks like us. So you know, big shout out to Cox for that. It's not a big deal, but it does really suck because with this milestone show. We really wanted to get out there and meet a lot of you guys in the community, a lot of our fellow anglers, fellow captains and stuff. And, you know, a lot, a lot of you guys uh, have helped us out along the way to get here, and we're, we're very appreciative of that. But, uh, yeah, so we're here in the studio, and we're surrounded by hundreds of cans of Lysol. I mean, one can of Lysol. I don't even think that's Lysol. Just disinfectant spray, generic No Lysol. free ads, no free ads. I don't think ads. that's a free ad. I think that's just what that's titled. There, 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 is that like a wintergreen one over there? It's like buying a box of cereal that says cereal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when times are tough, times are tough. We've all been there, man. But uh, yeah, we're, we're here and uh, really cool. We've got uh, the Bone TV. If you go to theboneonline.com, you can... Uh, hey, I'm not sure which camera I'm waving at. Oh, is it that one? Yeah, hey. Yeah. You've got uh, you got audio and uh, the Bone Online TV, so uh, you can join in just like you're in the studio with us. Um, so that's about as good as we're going to get for uh, hanging out with the listeners and the followers and stuff today. So we love y'all. One's the brand. I'm just thinking about that. It's early, but I I, I just thought about that too. Well, you know what the beauty is? The beauty is the the later time slots we continue to get with this show, you know. And, and don't get me wrong, guys. We, we're gonna we're planning on staying a six to eight. I, I I just think it's it's awesome when we had the opportunity to you know get this time slot. I was super thankful. And big shout out to one hundred two five the bone, Richard, and you know Rivard Buick GMC, everybody that made this happen. Um, we're we're super thankful. Um, but no, I like this time slot six to eight. I think it's great for the fishermen. And we also. If you all had clearly heard, if you were listening from the five to six hour, you got to hear uh, our angler profile that we did with our good friend, Sarah Salt, that works with Pelagic Gear and a lot of other great companies. Um, we're going to be doing profiles of popular anglers. And when I say popular anglers, I don't just mean people like Sarah with, you know, a hundred some thousand followers and, you know, all kinds of appearances and stuff. I'm talking about we're going to have folks from Tampa Bay area, you know, people that know how to fish well from land, people that have a, you know, a TV show, people, we have all kinds of folks that we're going to be interviewing. So it's going to be super fun. That's the five to six hour. And we'll have replays of those that you can reach online. We got Gray Birchall in the house, uh, in the dunce chair. Yeah, for being what's late. up, y'all? That's what I get for being late. That's okay. Uh, you know, traffic. You know, whatever. Maybe I, maybe I set my uh, alarm. You know, and then uh, which I, I put my phone in a different room, set the alarm on that, and then from there, what I do is I make my that makes me get up to go get it right because otherwise I'll just snooze. So today I did that, picked my phone up. Sat back down on the couch with it for a second, fell asleep again. That is awesome. Yeah. So it was like, okay. Yeah. I told him I said, yeah. well, it's easy to do at four in the morning. It is. Yeah. So well, yeah, the, traffic. Yeah. And that's the beauty. We'll see. I thought it was traffic. So I was nah, just giving man, you a I, I just, I said that I think because it's like a natural thing for me to say. 
It's, it's, it's yeah. A, it's like, it's, you know, yeah, I guess I guess we naturally. Yeah. Well, Tampa, that's always plausible. Oh, I hit traffic. Yeah, I'm be lightning game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I went over the Gandy Bridge, and there was absolutely no traffic. But you know, for all I know, after that, there was a 20 car pile up. I mean, it's just you know, yeah, be dude, safe out there. the wrong way driver thing. Don't get me started on that. That's that's a whole nother. Oh yeah, other especially time. it always happens really early in the morning too. You, I don't you know? understand how. How do you? I mean, I've I've come off and on every exit on the Gandy and Howard Franklin, Franklin, and I can't figure out how you would get in the <laughs> other side of the bridge. drunk. Yeah, that's so why either, they invented Uber. Either dude. drunk or old would or be what I'm thinking of. Because well, some folks, you know, they become disoriented. You know, we're, that's the thing. When we get older, if we disoriented, have that, it means you can't figure out which way's up or down for like a couple minutes, like a couple seconds. That's what crystal meth does to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I guess you're saying they're from Sefner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god let's be nice guys let's be nice hey on, on a different note did you guys tune in at, or flip through the channels last night and see <laughs> wwe raw on tv last night mm. there was no one in the crowd they were oh, performing weird. for no one it was crazy you know in that it, you know touching back smackdown on, is what it was smackdown there was no one big selling event for them no one they were wrestling it looked like some amateur double a baseball you know well well no, yeah like it's it's i mean it's just essentially you know i, I don't know I'm, I'm just trying to well, it's like i was telling these guys this morning Publix is, Publix just, is closing at eight o'clock now wait what they just changed their hours to eight o'clock oh because God. they need time to stock and clean it was all over facebook and all this morning eight well, o'clock that's weird that's terrible well yeah, 8 p.m i bet if i obviously. you know i'm all about no free ads but you know I bet if I go to Chick-fil-A, they're still going to say it's their pleasure. And, <laughs> you know, they're. I'm just saying, you know. Seems like everything's canceled but fishing. Everything's canceled but fishing. Well, fortunately, we have a uh, fishing show here. So yep. back to the fishing side of things, though, guys. We uh, Well, let's jump back into our story. So we left the pipeline and we got to the live bottom. We, uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we somebody just sent me a meme. This is great. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes but maybe maybe for another time in another place but uh we got the gopro down there and we see this hogfish and next thing you know we're catching hogfish yeah and scott was i mean we call him the snapper legend he's he's talented what was the first thing he did i mean gray from um, tied up a quarter ounce weight and put a lo whole lobster on pretty, pretty much yeah <laughs> that's, that's, yeah i think it was a half pretty ounce accurate. sinker egg sinker uh you know just a really small knocker rig um you know and then he started you know yanking up mangrove snappers uh you know just i don't even think they were there they just you know like zach said you know those mangs down there probably got a poster on their wall of Scott Kula. Yeah, he's you know? like he's like he's like the Hasselhoff to their Germany. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like how big do you think that big one was? He got twenty five inches. It was, I think it was a little over twenty six. Yeah, it was a beast. That's why we were like, oh my, the tail on. Uh, if if you all have ever seen a uh, mangrove snapper, let me say this: if you're in the bay, we're catching them anywhere from you know the usual ones you're going to get, which are about ten inches or so, which are your keeping size too. I've caught them up at about. I think my biggest one in the bay is about 19 inches, like a stud. Yeah. Well, that's what you're going to find. These fish offshore, they get wider, like a football, and yeah. they just they get to the point where they're just – you look at them, and it's still – every time I see a big, big mango, it's like, oh, my God. 
the the tail looks like it's like the size of a freaking broom. How about the one that came unhooked? The one that came <clears throat> unhooked and we still got it with the net. So big shout out, you know, to our friends Bubba and a show sponsor. Um, Bubba, you guys may know them from their Bubba Blade knives that a lot of us use, which I feel really bad. We saw one of the guys at the cleaning table yesterday oh. drop a nine inch flex into the water yeah. while cleaning fish. It was it was painful to watch. Yeah. I, I, I felt for him and uh I hope that they're able to track that down. But they said it was their buddies and he's rich anyway. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, so what he's rich. How many, how many people do that? You <laughs> I, was know? Like, I was like, so okay. He, so I'd he still, can afford another one. Yeah, I'm like thinking, like, yeah, uh, I love that cool. he's gonna buy more bubble blades. Glad you damn. guys respect me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um so so anyway Big thanks to Bubba. They have a net, a landing net, that is this huge carbon fiber handled, awesome net with the big Bubba grip and everything. We brought one of those out there because we thought, we were like, all these times we picked these fish up by the leader. And we're using light leader, guys. When we're out there, we're using like 30-pound to 20-pound fluoro, sometimes mono, usually fluoro. Right. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes when you're picking up a fish that's six pounds plus, it'll break as you're pulling it over the gunnel in these boats. Well, this happened. And by the time this fish floated around the back of the boat, one of the guys grabbed the bubba net and scooped this sucker up. Because it was floating. It was, uh, it was, you know, what is it? Uh, what do they call that? Um, he was a bit hyperbaric gassy. Hyperbaric shock or whatever. Is the, that the right the, word? The hyperbaric shock? This definitely isn't a science show. So. Well, that's that's where they're you know where they're obviously they're they've expanded a little bit as they've come up. That We're only in sense. seventy feet, so it wasn't so bad. But the fish was kind of stuck on the surface for a second. It's barometric he, pressure. Yeah, so he might have been able to turn and get himself down, but he had a second where he was kind of stalled there, and the, luckily that was the case because he would have been gone otherwise. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, best part of that was the fact that there was a hogfish in the net. Whenever y'all scooped the mangrove. Oh, was there? Was yes. There? And that's why if you look in the, the one picture, it wasn't a good picture, but I sent it to you guys in the group chat. You can see the net laying there and there's a hogfish and the snapper in it. I yeah, well, we had that, to act uh, quick. Hypoxia. No, hypoxia is when you're running low on oxygen. Like that's like if you're like like altitude sickness and stuff like that. Well, I've like always called I it run. the bends. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me see. Um, but I, I think it's hypobaric, hypobaric shock. I'm going to look it up. I'm, I'm going to go on it. Well, this is interesting. Yeah. I'm glad you all could be here for the science lesson with us today. Well, <laughs> that's why like you vent fish or you, you know, you use that fish elevator or whatever they do. 70 feet of water is not too bad. When you get past like 100, 120 feet, stuff like that, you're pulling up, you know, when their eyes pop out and their bellies expand and all that stuff. So. I had this poor hogfish that we pulled up the other day. I, I say poor like it matters to the fish, but uh, his, he had one eyeball that kept popping out either side. Like it, yeah. it was one of those things and I, I felt bad and I like tried to push his eye in. I pushed the eye in, then the other one pops out. And I'm oh like, gosh. I'm like, this is just a lost cause. I'm putting this poor thing on in the ice there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh dude. What about when Pablo got bit? Oh, oh so, man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So our buddy Pablo, Captain Baratrauma, Pablo, by the way, Baratrauma. That's Baratrauma. Yeah. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Well guys, we all know Baratrauma is what happens when a fish goes up too fast and gets full of gases. So yeah. We're all smarter. There's, we all feel. I'm not, I, the yes, more you let's know. go with that. Yeah, the more you know. Is that, that's why I set my drag real loose, you know. So it takes a while to get them up. So I, I, de I pressurize them slowly, you know. It's very considerate. Of I know no, that I'm is kidding. very considerate. Also, I just I like try it, to get the damn if I'm on video, I like it to be dramatic. It's TV, uh, TV, drag. TV drag, <laughs> TV drag. No, but so uh, Pablo 
got bit. Let's. I, I want you tell the story because it's awesome. Okay, so our buddy Pablo is up there and he's fiddling with the fish. He's getting a couple of pictures. I think Scotty was on like his twenty seventh like mang at this point, and so we just had to get some photos of it. And Pablo wanted to get some there for for content, so he goes up to the front and he's in the live well. Next thing you know, all you hear is ah. It's like yeah, it was, I it was mean, more was, dramatic than he that. He was manly he was, about it, you know. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. Like, it was a low pitched. It was a low pitched scream. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, it was, I would say low pitched yelp. I don't know yeah. if I'd call it a scream. I think yeah. it was. A, yeah, a yelp. Well, my buddy Felipe screamed like a little girl one time getting bit by a mangrove. <laughs> yeah, my my dad got bit by a trigger, and it sounded like a twelve year old. Oh, that's way worse than a mangrove on the front of the boat. Oh man, yeah. I have a feeling Jared Yandel's going to start knocking on the door of the studio. Oh, he can't hear us. He's on his way offshore right now. He's probably already out of cell signal. It's because he's smart. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, and that, that's where Scotty is today, too, guys. Uh, we, uh, unfortunately, some of us had to do a show today, so the rest of them are enjoying this fantastic weather. And you, we definitely encourage you all to get out there, too, um, after the show and uh, get take advantage of this weather because when is the last time we've even had weather like this? It's just fantastic. So I'll tell you exactly when, all right? It was <laughs> yes, he two will. weeks ago on Thursday, um, so two essentially two and a half weeks ago, I went fishing with Travis Redder, uh, and we had a pretty good day. Uh, we got a whole bunch of mangrove snapper uh you know a couple red groupers uh that were keepers and stuff but that was the day that that afternoon it picked up and it was basically just like a like blowing 20 25 mile an hour for two two weeks which was you know whatever that's like when i start getting like depressed and angry you know, and like my life starts to change. Like I get negative. It's a, it's a real thing. I think <laughs> yeah. all of us, when we get yeah, off the so water, we get negative. I mean, it's what just is that like, seasonal awareness, seasonal awareness disorder or whatever. I can't remember. Sad. That's what they call it. <laughs> they call but, it sad. Yeah, That's sad. the acronym. See, it's, it's, yeah. It's a, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to bring up another technical term that I'm probably wrong about. Uh, just like hypobaric shock. It uh, sounded good. I'll yeah, give you that. Barotrauma. Barotrauma. But uh, yeah, barotrauma seasonal awareness like disorder, I think it is, where you uh, you get sad about the weather. And I was for two weeks. It was very depressing. Seasonal 20, 20, affective disorder. Seasonal affective disorder. Yep. Seasonal affective disorder. Thank you. Thank I, God for I, Google, because I don't really know anything. I just sound like I do. I just know all our listeners are probably as excited as I am to be talking about all these wonderful scientific terms all morning. Oh, yeah. Well... You know, maybe I'll have Gray Birchall, the science show. That would Gray Birchall and Google. <laughs> that, would, you know? that would be all, I would listen to that. Yeah. I would listen to yeah. that. On today's well, show, yeah. we see what happens when I drink a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a fun show. Yeah. But, uh, you know, back to the, the fishing trip with Pablo. He got bit on his finger. And I don't know if any of you guys have been. It was actually, bit. it was the palm of his hand. It, yeah, was it was the palm of his. Yeah, oh, it was like in, the fat. Yeah, it was right there below oh. your uh, your index finger. Um, we are not looking up the terminology. For no, this. man, it was just like that mangrove snappers. You know, they got those like those big teeth. I man. was amazed at yeah. how much fat it was able to grab off of that portion off of his hand. It looked like a dog was holding on. To it, it made me understand why they can pick apart a shrimp. You yes, know? like even because they can. You know, that's the, the most annoying thing about snapper fishing is you getting robbed, but. Uh, but yeah, now or I can see how they bit. get in there. You know, they pull that piece out and just get it. It's nasty. Yeah, no doubt. But needless to say, a Yelp later, he was fine. And yeah. uh, just be careful. Don't get bit by a mang. You may, you may think that it's going to be okay, but it's not. They they just look at you with those those pissed off brown eyes. Yeah, and they don't let go. Yeah, no, they do not let I go. I mean, they clamp <laughs> down. It, 
Ibot got hit oh, by yeah, one when I was going through the live going well to be too, consumed, I'm sure. or, or not the live well, the the fish box because one of them was still alive and he, he gave me that look. It's almost like the look that a gag grouper will give you. Just like it's just you. He's just he's upset. Yeah, we yeah. all make fun of Gray wearing gloves, but there is a reason for oh, it. Oh, dude, I don't touch Snapper anymore. Like, I pretty much pick him up with pliers and throw him in the box, and that's it. Like, Don't you have your girlfriend take him off the hook for you, too? No. No. She, <laughs> oh, she can. She, she catches one. She'll, she'll, she'll take care of it. We all know that that's Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just be real. But, but no, what? man. Like, I what? used to I used to take everybody snapper fishing, and especially if it's, like, friends of yours that don't really fish or whatever, so you're doing all the work and and everything and that's fine that doesn't bother me but it's got to the point where i was handling every snapper that came onto the boat and every grouper that came onto the boat or whatever and by the end of the day you have just like 15 or 20 pinhole marks in your hand you know and then you go to bed that night and you could feel your hands just throbbing you know that's the worst so when i when i get a snapper on board um, I don't take any pictures with them until they've been on ice for about 30 minutes. <laughs> Smart man. Uh, you know what I mean? And uh, the other thing that I do is I just don't really touch them. But one trick you can do, and this works with amberjacks really well too, is if you, uh, when you pick them up under their gill, if you stick your thumb in their eye and just touch it, you know, just kind of put a little bit of pressure, but not like trying to jam it, jam, you know, not trying to jam his eyeball through his head or anything. You know, this isn't a fight. That's over already. Um, but, uh, but well, now but, we all know not to get in a fight with Gray Birch. Well, I mean, he's going right for he, the eyes. He's going to poke your eyes yeah. out. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I fight dirty, honestly. I'm not like a, I'm so, not like a fight to win. I'm like a, like, I'm a fight to like, you never want to see me again. He just comes well, at you with literally. Two yeah. Um, no, but, but anyway, I haven't been in a fight in forever. So, like, you know, it's been probably 20 years. Um, stay out of those. But, uh, but still, you put your thumb in their eye and you just kind of, you know, press it there and that normally will chill the fish out to get them to stop messing with you. It's almost like a submissive hold kind of thing. So, but <laughs> I just pick them up with pliers and put them in the fish box and that's it. Or I'll make an ice brine in a bucket, but I don't want to touch them. They screw my hands up. It's painful. My nail. Oh yeah, dude. I don't care. Call me a wuss, whatever. Hey, at some point it ain't about being tough anymore. No, I've, I've, I've been tough already. That ends up with a lot of pain. So, yeah. Anyway. Do you wear gloves when you bass fish too? No. Well, I don't, I haven't bass <laughs> fished in so long. I mean, nothing wrong with it. It's just that we always go offshore. But I'm trying to think of the last time I bass fished. It had been like 2011. Was you know what I they say? Fish. God made bass fishing so everybody could catch a fish and then he created offshore, separating the men from the so boys. Yeah. 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 I've seen that. Yeah. But bass fishing is, uh, it, I think, there's so much technique in it and stuff. And then the other thing about it is like with bass fishing, you, you have what the thing about me with bass fishing is there's so many different things you could use to bass fish. I don't even really know what works. It can get pretty technical, but so can snook fishing and redfish. you know, any fish that holds true to a real hard pattern. I mean, you got to take some time, dial it in. Yeah. So then what else happened? Pablo got bit. Pablo um, got bit. Pablo got bit. We caught more hogfish. Greg um, Virchel caught. Uh, you lost your hat. That we should rewind. That was actually pretty cool. Well, you got lucky. everybody had to pee. Yeah. Well, um, what happened was I really, really <laughs> needed to pee, and so Pablo, um, I wasn't saying anything about it because I was just figuring, you know, I hate stopping to run and everything, just so I can, just so I can pee. That's annoying to me. That's annoying if somebody's on my boat and 
you know, they're like, I got to pee so bad, you know, like whatever. Okay, fine. We'll slow down. We'll come off plane. Um, so what I did is I was getting Pablo a soda or something and, um, and you know, I just kind of tipped my hat up in the air so it would fly off so we could slow down to go pick it up. So Meanwhile, everybody else is like, oh, thank goodness we got a P2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't pull like the 40 mile an hour P I had to pull last time we went offshore while Zach held my waistband. What's the point in that? You know, big, <laughs> big, big shout out to, uh, um, just, just have to say for a second, uh, big shout out to our buddy, Captain Larry Fritch. Always oh, been yeah. a great supporter of the show and everything. He actually did not see the post that we did uh, about the show not being live Aww. at the Gandy ramp. Poor dude. Um, and he was there. Well, Larry's got um, he's got clients that he's taken out, so it's not a big deal okay, for good. him. He's going to go catch a little bit more bait. But uh, if you guys are looking for an awesome inshore charter captain, be sure to check out our friend Captain Larry Fritch. He'll definitely put you on the fish, and uh, he's definitely been a good friend and a good supporter of the show. So thanks, Captain Larry, if you're listening. But, uh, but yeah, so let's back, back to gray. I'm, I'm liking where this story's going. So, um, yeah, well, you know, and Pablo didn't notice my hat blew off at first. Um, you know, but that's okay, whatever. But this hat's important to me. Um, I don't want to get too much into like politics and whatnot, but it's a Rush Limbaugh hat. Been listening to the dude since I was like six years old. Hey, he's radio. Yeah. That's your game to me. So, um, been listening to him since I was six years old. Uh, I wear his hat because it's got a logo on it that's not very recognizable. I would wear a different hat that may have different initials that people are familiar with, but that'll get you into a fist fight. It's recognizable if you have a four hundred one k. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but but you know the other hat will get you into trouble. Um, I found you know and it's gotten drama for other people, but you now, know, politics can be super polarizing. They can. It's unfortunate. You know. So I wear this hat because everybody get along. To the dude forever. So I didn't, I, it was important to me to go turn around and get the hat. Um, but we got it. Uh, we Bubba, we used the Bubba net to pick it up, which was also another Damn good right. use for the Bubba Has, net. Hashtag to, Bubba boundless. Yeah. The, the, the uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was, you know, obviously thankful that Pablo was willing to turn around and go get a hat. Cause some people are like, ah, yeah, whatever. It's a hat, you know, and stuff like that, which would have been. Yeah. He's a solid guy. You know, I, yeah. I have to say people that are on a boat like that, that would be like, oh, I'm not, <clears throat> excuse me, oh, I'm not getting your hat. I mean, think about what you're really, I mean, even if you're on the biggest center console, right. maybe you're going to spend a couple, maybe a dollar worth of gas slowing down and starting off. Yeah, You're telling me you won't pay a dollar so a person can get their belonging back if you can even find it. I mean, come right. on. No one's that much in a hurry. And if you are, you're missing the point of fishing. Yeah, true. So, that's true. So that's just my two cents, but uh, that's just... Uh, well, there's that. Oh, Curtis has the real Coquina fishing charters on his on his koozie, koozie on the water. Yeah. You know, I would have never thought to put a koozie on a water bottle. Ingenuity. Curtis is. He has always been told he was the smart one in the group. <laughs> literally, none of you guys have said that. We we literally <laughs> just did. It's on record. It's public right now. But so that, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. No, I'll no, go ahead. Um. Well, we got the hat. That was good. Um, so you already talked about the GoPro footage and all that kind of stuff. A little uh, bit. We, we got into it, but it would be it'd be fun to uh, you know let's let's uh, let's go ahead and go into our first commercial break. And guys, we will uh, after the break talk a lot about Gray's videos down there and some of what we saw. Because let me tell you guys, those of you that saw it, um, I, I know Chris wasn't there and David wasn't there. 
I was super excited to see. I think it was incredible. Uh, you can see that footage if you want to cheat ahead on Tampa Offshore Fishing on Facebook really quick. But in the meantime, we're going to go to our first break. We appreciate you starting the morning with us. We'll be back here in just a few minutes. You're listening to Tampa Bay Fishing Radio. Presented by Rivard Buick GMC in Tampa. On 102.5 The Bone. Now, back to Tampa Bay Fishing Radio. Presented by Rivard Buick GMC in Tampa. On 102.5 The Bone. back you're listening to tampa bay fishing radio this is captain zach sturm i'm here with gray birchell what's up chris wilhelm good morning curtis good morning tampa yandel and uh our good buddy david good morning and uh to to lead off we, we were talking a little bit about uh the gopro footage gray why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about how that went so I'll, I'll get into the backstory first, which is I bought a GoPro Hero 7 Black on Facebook Marketplace for 200 bucks because they're like 350 brand new. And I didn't even know if I really would like anything to do with GoPro or not. So they're, they're actually a pretty good deal used. Um, if somebody broke a GoPro, it's because they like, you know, Ran it over with a shot truck. it, hit it with a hammer. It. You know what I mean? <laughs> like put it in the microwave. If you you know? got bird shot yeah. on your GoPro. You probably shouldn't buy that one. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, exactly. So I just decided to try out a used one. Um, so I bought that, uh, the GoPro dive box thing, whatever it is. I forgot what it's called, but it's like a box that you put it in and you can put it, uh, I think it's like 166 feet underwater or maybe some, maybe even further than that. So, uh, so it put all that together, drop it down. Um, you got to get an ND filter, like a neutral density filter. Otherwise you won't be able to see much or the colors are going to be really weird underwater. Um, so that's another thing because the colors change the deeper you get. And so, especially for cameras. So, uh, that's important. Uh, a lot of why we use red and pink fluorocarbon so that, you know, that by the time it gets down there, it's invisible. Right. Fish. Exactly. And that's actually that filter that I used on this one was pink. Perfect. So if you like, if you pull it up above, uh, above the water, you'll see like the footage is pink. Um, so you get it down there and it turns back to the natural looking colors. But anyway, we just dropped it down on uh, some nice looking live bottom and stuff like that just to see what was there. Uh, and of course, the first time we do it, you know, a, a male hogfish is cruising on by and um, somehow through just insane luck, the GoPro just panned around with the hogfish following them around. <laughs> I, don't even, I had no control of that. You know what I mean? The thing's spinning underwater in the current. Lauren uh, was asking me, how did, how did Gray get it to pan around like that perfectly? You might I'm see like, that hogfish in a lot of videos because that was a really good shot. Um, <laughs> I think it's one of the yeah. best underwater hogfish videos I've ever seen. Well, there's you one guy the out there. Heads. There's one guy out there that is like the, the guy, um, John Chapman. And he does that like on all his YouTube videos where he drops a GoPro and then talks about them and uh, talks about what's down there and how things work and all that kind of stuff. Really informative. But, um, you know, I just wanted to do it because 
I like making videos. I like making um, drone videos, uh, you know, stuff like that. I like shooting stuff with a drone. And so, you know, we kind of got, you know, I wanted to get video of underwater. I wanted to get video of above the water. And I wanted to get video from the air, um, you know, and just put something together. Uh, so it was a lot of fun, but um, it, was, it was really neat seeing that hogfish. My favorite part of the video I made, I didn't even do this on purpose, but the hogfish is down there and he's swimming around and stuff. And then it cuts right to Pablo kicking him in the box. I think it's the same hogfish. It might be the same hogfish. It looks like the same hogfish. It fish. looks very much like it could be the same hogfish, but it's literally, he's down there underwater and then boom, he's in the box. Like it was, I, it was just, you know, coincidence that I edited it that way. Did you mean you didn't mean to edit it like that? No. Cause I saw that and I was like, that's good. That's yeah, real good. It was good. funny. And I laughed about it after, after I was, I was reviewing it and I was like, that's hilarious. That's the um, thing. Gray virtual guys. He might accidentally make the best video you've ever seen. <laughs> Well, um, I'm, you know, I, I can't take claim for that. There's probably better videos out there, but, um, <laughs> that's up there, buddy. Yeah. But I feel like I did it. You know, I like, I like making videos. I like editing video. Um, you know, I'm a geek like that. I just built a computer that, that can handle all that stuff. So, um, you know, it's just a, just another hobby other than fishing. And if you guys want to see that video, fishing. check out Tampa offshore fishing on Facebook. Be sure to join because you'll see a lot of Gray's videos and stuff on there, and he does he does a fantastic job though. You do so. I'll, Thanks, man. I appreciate gotta, that. Gotta give you a, you know credit where it's due on that. One thing that I want to talk about, um, so changing it up a little bit. Let's talk snook fishing, Chris. Word, David. Let's talk about this a little bit, um, David, guys. Tell, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, I'm Chris's brother-in-law, and I live up in uh, Maryland now. I'm from the D.C. area, and I do a little fishing, bass fishing up there. Uh, cool. Uh, small mouth bath. Um, but every I come down about probably, I try three, four times a year, and I've been trying to get a snook for like the last three years. Chris catches them. For some reason, you know, it's not the same for me. I want to get him, you know, my rod. I want to cast it out. Right. I end yeah. up taking pictures. Yeah. Back up there to my buddies that, you know, I fish in New York with them. Right. And I tell them, I don't lie. I tell them, hey, this is not my fish. I just want to, you know. But this time you were in the boat. Yes, were I with was. Us. I was a witness to this. It was crazy. We waited. We got <clears> there. It was windy. It was 20 knots, I think. Oh, it, it was rough. It during that two-week period of uh, It was just, uh, what day was that? that it, was it was during the two weeks Saturday. of SAD. Saturday, last Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I believe your girlfriend got the first one. She did. Lauren got the first fish. And we waited a little bit. Then you got your fish. I did. I got Then Chris got his fish. That's true. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, man, this is going to happen again. I'm thinking, I'm trying not to be negative, and sure enough, I get that bite, and I believe it was the, you said it was the biggest one on the boat that day. <laughs> I think, I, I truly I think it was. I don't want to brag, that, but it you was the, the struggle biggest for the one. title belt there? Did you, that was the title belt call. That was, that was amazing, and you got me, you got some good pictures of it, too. It was fantastic, but, uh, you know, just, it's, I love the fact that, uh, you know, a lot of you listening out there, too, understand the same thing. When you got folks that, uh, a lot of you come from up north, and you come down here, you love Florida, you're a sportsman up there. It's not like you just fish when you come to Florida. And if you do, that's still cool too. But, you know, catching a fish like a snook, which a lot of people call it a largemouth bass on steroids, you know, it's just it really, it's is really just like largemouth bass fishing. Yeah. Very, very similar. Now yeah. that you say that, yeah. Stuff. Would Same. a largemouth bass eat a shrimp? 
Yeah. Yes, I've yes, caught, and I have caught large. I've caught. Bass. I've yeah. caught them with shrimp. That shrimp nice. from the Dead grocery shrimp? store. Yeah. No. I've caught it with shrimp. I've caught them on fresh water, obviously, mm-hmm. with shrimp, big shrimp from the grocery store. Wow. And I've caught them with squid. Really? Wow. And guess what? I've caught them with the guts of my turkey. What do you call the liver? Yeah. The giblets. I save it, and I've used that. Yeah. The technical my wife term hates for a it because I keep no, it for kidding, like a year know. after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I've caught them on like live shrimp uh, in brackish water fishing for redfish. Well, but. usually when I catch them like that, it's when the river hasn't rained for like a week and it's real clear. Mm-hmm. Basically, anything you put out there, there. The um, and I have seen. I've got a buddy of mine that lived on the St. John's River in a real brackish area, not far from where we were catching them on the live shrimp, and he had a uh, he put a cut mullet out one day and a bass ate it, and it was the wildest thing I'd ever seen. Well, we were all joking it was stoned and had the munchies because, I mean, I've just never never seen one pick up dead bait before. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah the bay's on fire right now. You know, the uh, the shipping channel is playing a good game. You know, whenever you don't have a whole lot of water uh, in the flats or moving water at the time, sometimes it's best to make the transition to move and try and find something a little easier to put some fish in the box. And that's kind of the game we played Saturday and also Tuesday when we fished during the week. So uh, what would you catch in the shipping channel? Well, we went out about, I think, like 30 feet. It was about it was still windy. And it was supposed to calm down, and it was still windy. And so we ended up catching uh, cheaphead, some big ones. Nice. Big cheapheads, and we ended up catching some mangroves. Actually, I have never caught a mangrove before, and that was another bucket list. We ended up getting uh, – but I wanted to go back to the snook because at the same spot – Last year, I was trying to get a snook, didn't get the snook, but I ended up getting a cobia. Oh, and wow. that was amazing. That was the coolest thing because, I mean, I wanted the snook, but I ended up getting a cobia, and little did I know that it's kind of rare, so it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Chris got me on it. Yeah, that's, that's like <clears throat> an amazing catch. Wait. We didn't have a net, I have to say this. And Chris... We we uh we we have a we have a real quick caller I wanted to get through David while we got you on. Okay. Bring it over here. We've got uh, a special caller. When we were talking about catching snook. It just reminded me, um, my good friend Drew has his son visiting. Oh wow! And uh, we got I think did we get him on the line hop? We got him. He's there. Hey guys, you there? You're you're on one two five the bone. Morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Uh, Drew, this is my good friend uh, Drew here on the line. Uh, Drew, you you got William with you? He's right here. Hey, William, how are you doing, buddy? Yeah. Uh, you're live on 102.5 The Bone. Tell our listeners and tell the guys in the studio here about your snook that you just caught. Um, I caught like a 32 to 33 inch snook yesterday. That is awesome. Nice. That's beautiful. <laughs> What uh, I, I caught three of them. I caught three thirty over thirty inch. Three over thirty, man. That's that's more snook than I've caught in the last few they're weeks. Not, they're gonna keep him. They're gonna lock him out when the season comes back. I know, right? Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> buddy. All slot fish. Did, did you guys catch anything else? Uh, yes. We caught a shark, and what else did we catch? Catfish. <laughs> and catfish. Yeah. I got catfished once. Drew caught a cat. Drew got catfished. Yes, he did. Well, there's that. That's not surprising. What's yeah. that, William? We got a pick on Dab. Oh, no, we, we had a great day with Captain Larry yesterday and 
William caught like 14 snook, three of them over 30 inches. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's awesome. You got you guys are out with yep. Captain Captain Larry Fritch? Yep. Yep. That's awesome. It was a great day. Captain Larry Fritch is a great guy. Um, William and I, we, uh, we, we caught a shark together, didn't we, buddy? And some trout. Yep. Yeah. It was the same type of shark. It was a bonnethead. Nice. The, like, th- those are pretty fun. Did you guys get a chance to eat the bonnethead? Did we, we clean that up? No. I hope not. No. Oh, shoot. Shoot. Well, I, I like not the one that we got. We, not the one that we did today or yesterday. Awesome. Well, Guys, we appreciate you being on. William, do you have any tips for uh, the other anglers out there looking to catch big snook like you? Um, tight line. <laughs> T- tight line? Well, yeah. well, that definitely helps. Drew, William, we appreciate you guys calling in and telling the story about it. William, I can't, look, uh, I can't wait to the next time we fish with you. I'm looking forward to it, buddy. Um, I actually oh. have some Bubba Blade stuff that is on the way from our friends at Bubba for you. So I look forward to getting that to you. And if you're not in town when it arrives, we'll just have to make sure your dad sends it to you. Ooh, okay. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for calling in, buddy. Thank you. Catch him up. Congratulations. Take, take care. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, you know, William's a really talented angler. I got a chance to fish with him. And, you know, just it tied in so well with what you did. I love seeing when people get started you know, it, it's it's fantastic, and, you know, it, it's what gave us all the bug. But it looks like we're going to have to uh, be getting to our next break here. Guys, we will check back with you in just a moment. we got some great giveaways and a lot of stuff coming up. We will see you in just a few. You're listening to Tampa Bay Fishing Radio. Presented by Rivard Buick GMC in Tampa on 102.5 The Bone. And now it's time for Tampa Bay Fishing Radio. Presented by Rivard Buick GMC in Tampa on 102.5 The Bone. Welcome back. You're listening to Tampa Bay Fishing Radio. This is Captain Zach Sturm. I'm here in studio with my buddy Curtis Yandel. Good morning, Tampa Bay. Chris Wilhelm. Good morning. Our special guest from the D.C. area, David. Good morning. And uh, our good buddy, Gray Burchill. What's up? Um, Well, last night we had, uh, if you were just joining us, we had the opportunity to talk about uh, new snook for you and new snook for William and uh, <laughs> I mean I, I think it, it was definitely a uh, you know what can I say it, it was a pretty cool you know thing to hear from that you, you know one thing I found is you go on and you're so used to catching fish it's really nice to see people that aren't used to catching a particular species I, I know when I learn a new fishery from somebody we were just talking with Pablo the other day you know, about doing some jigging and stuff for African pompano and stuff. I'm not used to that, you know, and that's super exciting. I think the thing about this hobby that we love is the fact that when you think you know everything, there's still stuff you have no idea what's out there. So always room to grow. So anyway, there's there's Zach's amazement rant about how the mysteries of life. But uh, one thing I do want to talk about, coming a little bit up later in the 7 o'clock hour here, um, we have a wonderful giveaway. We're going to be giving away stuff. 
um, on Tampa Offshore Fishing on Facebook. Make sure that you join Tampa Offshore Fishing on Facebook and get involved in these giveaways. We're going to do one of them Facebook Live here on the radio show, and just you'll see us calling a couple of names at the end of the hour. But before we do that, uh, later in this 7 o'clock hour, we're going to do our weekly gas money giveaway of a $25 gift card, courtesy of Rivard Buick GMC. Um, our last week's winner, um, I'm going to go ahead and contact you again after today. I sent you an email, and we still haven't heard back from you. We still have your gift card, so uh, we want to make sure that you get that. So if you are listening, please check your inbox, check your junk folder. I tried to reach out to you. Um, we're going we're gonna to track you down as best we can. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty fun, but I don't know, guys. What uh, What do you think it next fishing trip we do i wanted to kind of do something a little bit different anybody interested in going jigging for like pompano or you know african pompano offshore or? i love jigging i'm interested in going <laughs> curtis is, i wish you all could yes. see curtis's face right now yeah he's mesmerized i love jigging yeah as long no, as I, someone turns the fans off i'll be on the boat but if it's still blowing if it's above 14 i ain't going as long as you don't take dramamine and fall asleep i'm fine <laughs> Says the dude yeah. that sleeps on every fishing trip. Hey, sometimes I need a power nap. What can I so, say? Yeah, I mean, you were on the bow of the boat and you were asleep, and I was like, "Did Zach put on like any sunscreen at all?" <laughs> like, I just like I, I looked over at Scott and I said that, and Scott's like, "Dude, I hope." Like <laughs> he, he was guys, up there till Scott put another mangrove in the boat, and then he yeah. came back there. That's, you guys should have. That's right. Some. That was yeah. You were asleep, that, and then we Scott started the big, yelling about the, the mangrove snapper. Under. You guys should have spray painted with some sunscreen, something vulgar on his back or something. Well, it was, I mean, luckily. It, it sound like I was laying out there yeah, with my shirt. he was shirt. wearing a shirt. Yeah. I mean, oh, you know, Let's not act like you're yeah, a I was wearing my Team Rivard Buick yeah. GMC shirt, yeah. guys. Come on. Yeah. With no yeah. pants. Yeah, we are all out there. We all took with our no shirts. With no pants, yes. We all took, we all took our shirts off. No, I, I definitely you know. had pants on. Was, Actually, I had really my Bubba shorts. The Bubba shorts? I had my Bubba shorts on, come to think of it. You know, it's almost like you're wearing no pants. They're that comfortable. So um, that's probably not the pitch they'd want me to give, but hey, we're being honest on this show. When most comfortable shorts I ever wore on this GoPro footage, when I saw that hogfish, I had a realization, and that is like, and I, I know that like we're Tampa offshore, and everybody catches hogfish and all this kind of stuff, and I see pictures of them every week, and you know, there's guys that get them everywhere and all the time and all this kind of stuff, but you know, I've never caught one. Hey, I right. caught one, and it's still yeah. set to my profile picture every now and again. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, no shame in your game. You got to get where you can. But I realized at that point they are real. Like they're not computer graphics or animatronic. You know, <laughs> animatronic. Um, you know, yeah. Like the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Theme parks. <laughs> so, I, you know, I had that moment where I was like, "This thing is actual real animal." You know, and uh, so that was a big that was a breakthrough for me. Nice. You know, and then. Um, but one of my problems with, with catching hogfish is you do have to commit to a spot and work it with shrimp and just work it and work it and work it and work it. Um, Gray worked it all day. I did. That's how I got two of them. You know, I mean, two keepers. And uh, but, I caught like five. Yeah. What was fu- my favorite part <laughs> of the day, though, I think, was when we caught I caught a hogfish and I'm up at the front of the boat and we're taking a picture of it. And then. You know, I start yelling because Curtis has got a fish on, but I knew it was trash. It was a remora. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm back there no, trying to be I start yelling like, is this really there, crazy? Like, yeah, Curtis is trying to quietly this. catch this remora <laughs> so nobody can see it. And Grace screams, look, Curtis has yeah. a fish. And I'm yeah. like holding this remora. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like shut uh, up, dude. We were all so excited, <laughs> yeah, too. No. We thought, you know. Yeah, like good. everybody in the boat it. turns and looks at me. And it's like I caught, yeah. got caught with my hand in the yeah. cookie jar, you know. Yeah, you might as well have caught a boot, you know. It's like. I would have rather caught a boot. The boot wouldn't have pooped on me. A boot probably fight worse than a catfish. Yeah. Yeah. And the worst part is I caught it on the yeah. bottom it's not like i was dragging my bait right by the boat the thing <laughs> ate on the bottom yeah and this thing that. was swimming around the boat for what maybe like 30 minutes at that point yeah well and they'll follow the your part. bait down sometimes so you know at that point the tax man's not far that's true that's true too that's yeah true. but usually the tax man when you're got a remora like that coming up from live bottom is going to be either a reef shark or even worse a nurse shark which you think you have a goliath grouper until it could be a Mako, and Scott probably would have landed it on 20-pound fluorocarbon. <laughs> you know, that's that's the weird thing. Yeah, okay, so tell you a little bit about this. Our buddy Scott that we talked about, the, the Scott Cooler, the snapper legend. So Scott went out with Andrew. And I, I really – they have a well full of pilchards when they went out yep. from that video. So God knows what's going to happen when they get back. I, I'm really curious to see the haul that they did. But essentially – they went out and they were snapper fishing in one of our spots, like seventy off. He drops down a dead sardine on a knocker rig. We use a twenty-five pound line, whatever. He comes up. He thinks that he got hit by a shark and he had a mango. This fish fights crazy. Long story short, for the listeners, Scott pulled up like a seventy-pound wahoo on a knocker rig and a dead sardine while snapper fishing. So Jesus turned water into wine. Scott turned a snapper into a wahoo. I, I don't yeah. know how he did it. I mean, I mean, I've heard the story. Scott's a super likable guy. There was yeah. not a cent of BS on him whenever I was talking to him. I I believe it, but I don't want to. Everything in my no, mind is like, that's physically photos. impossible. I don't want to believe that at all because yeah. that there goes my wahoo title. Yeah. I mean... You know, and I haven't caught a wahoo. He'd be like, "Yeah, I caught a thousand pound marlin the other day," and he'd be like, "Yeah, so I caught a wahoo on twenty pound test fluorocarbon." Realistically, (laughs) that that would be like catching that would be like catching a that would be like catching a nurse shark on like a dock demon, like one of the little tiny kids. No, not even like that because Snoopy rod wahoo has got such sharp teeth. Yeah, they not to mention they're like a nuclear missile. That's that's true. Well, you know, one thing that I found from Wahoo, you know, because you got the guys that troll for them a lot, and you hear about how they'll, you know, they'll smoke out drag washers and stuff like that. The the Wahoo that I sight casted that I'm so proud of, that fish really was not that impressive of a fight. It got some drag going, but it really wasn't. And I mean, that was a 60 pound plus fish, and so I think it's it can change. And I'm sure there's guys that know more about Wahoo, but in my opinion, you know, I've caught a few of them. Well, the last time we were out with Travis that you stuck that one uh, off the pole holder that I couldn't hardly get out of the top. Remember remember that one with the green line on it? I it's It that. smoked that reel so hard that you put it over to me and we're like, feel this reel, and it was actually hot. Oh, it, it was hot. We had too. one hit. Um, it's been a while now, but it was a, I don't want to say the lure brand because hashtag no free ads, but it was a very large, hard polymer lure that was probably about an inch thick with steel wire through it, and that fish hit it so fast we couldn't get the rod out of the rod holder. And when we did get it out, it came unbuttoned. And uh, whenever I pulled the lure in, it broke through all the polymer, and it had a clear-cut triangle where that thing had actually grabbed a hold of it between both hooks. Never got a hook in its mouth. Grabbed it between both hooks. I mean, this is a big lure. Pulled off, I don't know how many yards of line. It was a lot. And then let go of it. 
and mm. left all the polymer shattered and mang- mangled up. Wow, that's, ama- that's amazing. What's up to uh, What's up to all our friends on Tampa Offshore Fishing? We're uh, we're live in Tampa Offshore Fishing. If you guys get a chance, and those of you guys watching the video, we are on 102.5 The Bone doing our Saturday show. We got some awesome giveaways just for you, group members. We appreciate you guys that are listening. Some of you may be listening and watching the video too. We appreciate you. But uh, yeah, I mean, Wahoo, I, I think that the fight could be better sometimes. But long story short, I think it's completely believable that Scott did that. And I don't want to believe it, though. It, it makes it hurts me deep down. Well, what about you mentioned, um, you know, obviously pulling off a lot of drag and stuff like that. But you know, if you're like high speed trolling, for it's it, 20 knots, right? Yeah. You're 15 to 20 knots and you're high speed trolling. Um, then yeah, you got a fish going one way and a boat going the other, you know, or whatever. I mean, the whole point of high speed trolling is it turns the fish immediately. What? Huh? <laughs> oh no. I put the cough button on so I could talk to the, uh, to the live camera. I oh, was, nice. I, I said, we've got great birds. <laughs> the, uh, you know, so that could definitely be a factor. Um, you know, and a high speed trolling to me is, uh, I've never done it. I've got friends who do it all the time. Uh, it's their gig, and that's that's like all they want to do is high speed troll for Wahoo, especially like up in Jacksonville and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, that's big like up a there. big fishery for that. But um, but you know, it's just it's meant to just yank that fish, you know, and just turn it right with the boat. But I'm sure there's a few moments there where yeah, they're going to peel off a hundred yards of drag, you know, hundred yards of drag or whatever. Um, but. I can't imagine how violent that whole situation is at first. When you have first you seen the footage? These guys have stuck GoPros where the weight goes. Like when you're high speed yeah. trolling, you got that big heavy trolling weight. They've been sticking GoPros right behind that, so you can actually see the Wahoo hit it when they're high speed trolling. So there, there's all kinds of. Fi- I actually want to get one of these, but there's all kinds of fishing cameras that you can put in line now. Um, you know that that are sleek. Um, but yeah, I have seen some of that stuff. And I would be interested to get one of those. Um, it's pretty violent. It is. Only Wahoo I've ever caught, uh, we were ballyhoo fishing. We, you know, we were slow trolling. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were catching uh, blackfin tuna out on the ledge out in Jacksonville. Okay. Um, but, man, it was, you know, it even it was, it was a pretty good fight, but some of the tuna we caught actually fought hotter. Yeah, for those for those of you don't that don't know, Gray and I both uh, pretty much cut our teeth in the fishery up north in Jacksonville and St. Augustine. That's where I'm from. That's where he's from as well. So, well, I just got lucky to make friends with some guys that are really serious, and uh, I would just go with them like you know once a month, sometimes twice a month, stuff like that. And we'd we'd go you know 55 to 70 miles offshore out there to the ledge, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I was basically just you know I was just there reeling in fish. You know what I mean? You know, no, I got you. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like I was, I mean, we did leave at four o'clock in the morning and they would leave at four o'clock in the morning, whether you were on the boat or not, you know, it was, <laughs> it was like that. It's, it sounds uh, like, it sounds like going out with Curtis's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Curtis's dad has a similar attitude. Yeah. Somebody in this room just felt personally attacked. I'm not going to say any <laughs> yeah. names, but yeah. we all know who it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that, that whole crew, that's the way they are. You know, you're not on the boat at 4 a.m. Sorry. See you later, man. We don't need your money. You know what <laughs> <Yep>. I mean? <laughs> so, so. It was, uh, but it was a lot of fun. I used to go with those guys all the time and I was younger. So sometimes I would be out until two o'clock in the morning and then just roll up onto the boat and not even go to sleep, you know, and then try to sleep on the way out to the ledge, you know, and then somebody would want to watch reservoir dogs or something in the cabin of the boat while I'm asleep. <laughs> Thanks, dude. You know, that was oddly specific. <laughs> yeah. That was very oddly specific. No, I remember it vividly because I couldn't sleep. 
<laughs> so, so, you know, everybody's getting shot every five seconds. So, it was, you know. Just take some Dramamine. You'll go right out. Yeah, yeah take, take Dramamine boy over here. Lucky I've never needed it. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about, Curtis, I know you, you, have, to, you have to jet. You got bigger and better things going on. You got five minutes. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about, uh, you know, our friends at Rivard Buick GMC, um, great folks. They have some awesome deals usually going on with, uh, you know, you, you guys just have usually better cars than anybody else that I've seen. Um, tell us a little bit about what's been going on there. I know you guys have been growing substantially. You've been doing a great job. And you guys have definitely been taking care of your customers while you've been doing that. Um, you know, I kind of got to give you props. So tell us a little bit about what's going on there. And uh, it's It's been an interesting couple months. I mean, uh, how long have you been having me on the show off and on now? How many? Far too far too long. It's been far it's, too but, long. In that time period, we've grown exponentially. I mean, we went from, from uh, 200 cars being a phenomenal month to where we're doing 250, 260 units a month right now. That's what I like to see. Um, we've got some of the best pricing out there. Um, kind of like I say on the commercials, it's a, it's a no hassle experience. You come in, you tell us what you want, and we take care of you. Um, there's no back and forth, no finance manager or sales manager. It's it's a real streamlined process, and uh, our pricing out there is extraordinarily competitive. I mean, to be moving 250, 260 cars a month, you've got to be the cheapest out there. Well, at the same time, you know, you're, there's only so cheap that you can get on these new vehicles, especially like GMC. It's I think not, I think affordable is probably a better word. I don't like to use the word cheap. Competitive. No, yeah, competitive. That's good. Well, that's a good I one. mean, you call it what it is. I mean, I like to, you know, I like to be candid with it, you know, especially in, for our listeners and stuff. It's in like, construction, we call it value engineered. Value engineered. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> value engineered. Well, it's no different than, you know, if you're talking about something like a Bubba or, you know, like, like this pen reel or something, you know, anybody who wouldn't want that you know it's not, not like what's that car company that used to tiger woods or will ferrell daywoo daywoo that used to be a car company I think. it sounds it like it was it, it used to be a car company but Laganza. Uh, i i just remember will ferrell doing the thing with uh with like i'm tiger woods it's like here's my sponsors it's like this i guess this is some kind of car company but <laughs> no the reason i say it is because you know it's not hard to sell a quality product like a gmc and you guys do a great job of it. Well, that's, that's kind of our thought process now. Is we've got a we've got a phenomenal a phenomenal product at, a, at an excellent price. So we're really moving a lot of it, and the uh, we've got a lot of used cars too. We're moving so many uh, new vehicles that we've got a really large selection of used. If I mean, if you're looking for a, a quality used vehicle that's been inspected and uh, you're not going to have any worries with it, give us a call. And if you listen to the show and uh, you're a listener and you come in and you buy, you know, come see Curtis buy a vehicle at Rivard Buick GMC, you're going to get a free Yeti bucket from Tampa Bay Fishing Radio, Tampa Offshore Fishing. So, uh, With every new truck purchase, one free case of toilet paper. <laughs> no, we're, we're not. And hand sanitizer. Don't get crazy. We can't promise the toilet <laughs> paper right start now. Hand, handing out piles of money next? Yeah. Let's not get yeah. crazy. So here's, yeah. here's the deal. If I have your three, mind, Chris. If I have three customers, <laughs> no, two. Let's do two. If I have two customers coming this week, ask for me specifically. If you guys say you listen to, the, to today's show, and two of you guys buy, Zach's going to wear a pink tutu on the next fishing trip. Oh, Actually, I'll tell you what. He didn't look like he agreed to that. If, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I agree to it because I fish with Zach a lot, so I'm not sure. If I, I, I don't know how we would. Tutu. See, this is the problem. I, I'm yeah. very careful getting into this. Guys, because don't Curtis. I would objectively like to see him sell two of our listeners' vehicles today. I'll wear a pink tutu. How about that? I like Just that better. Fish by yourself Zach has you to buy it. me a pink tutu, well, and I will wear it on the next fishing unless trip. Unless Bubba starts making pink tutus, which... Clearly, these are too high quality for a pink tutu. They might make a red and white one. I, 
I'm open to that. I mean, I'm a spring, not a winner. Or just a tutu. Just, yeah, just, just wear a generic tutu. If two people go, hey, we listen to the show. We're listening to the sh- we listen to the show the other day. <laughs> Come in, buy a car, and I will wear a uh, a tutu. That's true. Uh, uh, or a romper. Uh, or, or a romper. I'll romp him. You know, <laughs> guys actually wear those now. I've heard. The way yeah. that you said that makes me question. You, if you, the I'm way that see, I just Zach's said that like, makes me question. I don't question. think you'll fit in my romp him. <laughs> you know why we don't see guys wearing those? Because we don't hang out with people like that. that uh, that's true. Uh, well, we, well, you might. Uh, yeah. You just don't maybe, know it. Maybe one. <laughs> no drinking on that right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets. But, uh, you know, this this is super fun. Uh, we have... You know, so so much talent, you know, around these microphones right now, and you know, it's really fun when we get the chance to go out. Uh, we we were the other just the other day. Uh, one thing I noticed uh, with Chris, and a lot of you may not know this, but Chris Wilhelm is probably one of the most talented anglers that I know in the Tampa Bay area. And I actually have to give him that because he used to suck, like, <laughs> like terrible. Everybody starts somewhere. He was he was using like these you know online how to like things, and you know, it worked. You know? I've seen him progressing like the five <laughs> years period. Like you know, we always I always catch fish with him. I'm not gonna, but in the last, it's almost like boom, boom, boom. I, I couldn't like, I couldn't agree more. Spots. And, and you know, the funny thing is, is now we've got our guide buddies that are that'll roll up, and you know, Chris will all be already be there on the fish on the bite, and he'll be waving them in. You know, and I'm like, I'm with him, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Were you reeling in backwards at first? You know, people would use that spinning reel upside down. <laughs> no, it wasn't quite that bad. I just had a struggle bus going on where I was thinking that maybe there weren't as many quality game fish out there as I thought because I was stroking so many catfish and ladyfish and crabs and everything else that uh, I started to tell myself, you know, it's not all about the fishing. Sometimes it's about having a good time. And I was like, nah, you just suck at fishing. Dude, that's like when people say, fishing's so relaxing. Yeah, they've never I'm been like, offshore. Yeah, you suck at it. Fishing, like, is, <laughs> fishing is chaos but, uh, until the bite slows yeah, down. And yeah. then... Come and that's not relaxing way. when the bite slows down. That's that's agitating. Exactly. That's how everybody gets mad at each other on the boat. <laughs> best, <laughs> best feeling in the world. And this has happened to us. This happened to our, us on our last trip out. So relaxing. We were like, probably what five minutes from pulling <laughs> pulling up the Rodan and calling it a day. Yeah. And then I dropped down. Boom. Yeah. Smoked a nice one of the biggest female hogfish I've ever oh, seen. Oh, that was. That was a keeper female, which it, is hard it, to find. Beautiful fish. Yeah. We were on our last drop for two hours. And then we started catching <laughs> we started catching fish though. I mean, we, we were catching we were catching all kinds of fish and uh, you know, we just kept going and Pablo was like everybody else, he was like, Let's just keep this party going. I yeah. mean we got I think we got a couple more mangs and we got another a male hogfish at that time too. You got your you got your second hogfish. Yeah, that, so that was an I've, awesome fish. They've been twice verified to be real to me. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, you it's know, I'm in eggs. <laughs> Three of them. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I, I don't know. If uh, our buddy JB is listening, get that whistle pig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So funny Mike, Mike Mahoney knows about them whistle pigs. There's I mean, only, I was in there, only three I was, of them. I was in there one day with a <laughs> splitting headache, and he was doing that crap right beside me. I've never wanted to fight more. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where, at Mahoney's? No, <laughs> no, I was in Hula Bay. There's a gentleman oh. that does a real piercing whistle. Uh. And I, man, I had splitting headache. I was not feeling well at all. My girlfriend wanted to go out. We're sitting there, and he kept, kept doing it. And he kept doing it in my ear. 
And yeah. I had my head down on the bar, and finally we had to get up and move. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> whistle, whistle pig don't play. Whistle pig don't play. What <laughs> <laughs> was the thing with the three the other day? He wanted three. To, there's three, there's three, whistle there's three whistle pigs. Oh, three whistle pigs. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm going to have to have a show where we have... We have JB and Mike Mahoney on, and we'll hear the story about the whistle oh pig. God. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil it for the listeners now. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. He had me laughing. It, it, yeah, and great, then I great. took a picture. Everybody's asking, "What's the three for?" I said, "Well, three <laughs> fish, I guess. Each <laughs> three fish." It's a long story. Yeah, exactly. But we, uh, yeah, we we like uh, <laughs> we we like the story of the whistle pig. I think it's a it's a good family friendly story we'll, we'll tell we'll tell it to the listeners one of these days i don't know about family friendly <laughs> just depending on how many <laughs> well this is the bone though you know we can handle it yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> to a point yeah that's yeah that should be the uh the catchphrase looks and whatnot but the catchphrase for the bone we can handle it i mean yeah. <laughs> to a point yeah yeah that's awesome but um yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm super excited uh, to get, get given away. Uh, you know what? You know what, what? I you know what I want to do right what now. What do you want to do? I want to do our gas money giveaway. Hell yeah! Woo! Dude. Get the theme song. All right, for those of you that are listening, <laughs> this is our weekly Rivard Buick GMC giveaway. Watch the phone lines blow up. Rivard Buick GMC gas money giveaway where we give one of our listeners a $25 gift card that you can use for I would hope gas or you could use it for you know whatever else you go to Mahoney's with it toilet paper toilet paper if you can find it which you probably can't or like shop rags or cover <laughs> shop rags yeah you cover can buy 2001 <laughs> yeah. it's 25 bucks right I think that's almost the cover you get a red bull with an entry fee. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> or, you, or you could you could buy a ticket to like a classic rock band or something, you know, that shows it like a festival. Or you could go to I Ybor mean, City. You could go to Ybor yeah. City. I, I mean, you can get you go to Ybor City and have somebody steal it from you. That's, <laughs> that's, that's something that this is true. You could <laughs> you, you could go to Ybor City and have somebody steal it from you. Yeah, at yeah. Knife Point. Yeah. At, at, oh, hey, what well, an endorsement! Give me the card or wow. your life. It, <laughs> is that a bubble blade? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want it on tampon. Oh, I'll trade you this roll of toilet paper. <laughs> uh, I was walking down there to the street the other day, and some dude's like, Psh, "Hey, you want some hand sanitizer?" <laughs> In the black market. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So, guys, we're uh, we're gonna uh, the number is seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Give us a call. Let's see those phone lines light up. And uh, they our, are lit. our seventh caller mm. is going to uh, we'll, we'll just we'll we'll go through them. Um, you'll say, you know, call back again and, you know, just just go through it quick. I want to I want to hear our winner. All right. So uh, thank you guys for calling in. One on two, five the bone. You are number one. Please call back. But being number one is good. I like how Hoppy's positive. Thank you guys for calling. One on two, five the bone. You are number two. Please call back. All right. as happy as I've ever heard him about ejecting well, the Hoppy, top callers. Hoppy loves getting, you know, Hoppy being on the bone, he hosts the Hoppy Hour, the podcast. <laughs> Hell you know? yeah. Hoppy Radio, every app. What's up? Hoppy Radio, every every app. Check him out. Good Thank dude. Thank you. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, Hoppy likes to give away and give back to the bone It's just listeners. fun because I know you guys don't have headphones on, but I'm playing game show music. This is like my radio time to <laughs> do my radio thing. Da, da, you can almost da, da. tell by the... Can- the uh, 
The, what? the cadence of his voice that he's got a game show. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Hoppy's over there. Right. Yeah. We got now our seven the call. phone lines are lit like a... Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, caller number the four. Bone. You are number five. Thank you, caller number five. Try again. <laughs> they don't even want to talk. Well, I mean, they're they're trying to call back. 1025 The Bone. I'm sorry. 1025 The Bone. Who is this? Hello. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Bone. You are number five. All righty. You got to turn down your radio when you call, so they just lost out. 1025 The Bone. Who is this? I, I don't. Well. It's Josh. Hey, buddy. How are you? Not bad. Hey, yeah. c- congratulations. Um, I guess the uh, the last guy um, that didn't have the radio down, uh, he's gonna have to be mad at Ryan Hoppy. But I guess no. Well, you you, you, yeah, you got to know not to have Bluetooth hey, or speaker or the. But long story short, my friend, <laughs> uh, about this guy, you are the winner of the Rivard Buick GMC gas money giveaway for this week. Congratulations! Awesome. awesome. Uh, we we appreciate you listening to the show and. Uh, Ryan is going to get your information. Hell yeah. And uh, <laughs> we are going to get you your $25 gift card. Thank you very much. Thanks Th- for being on the radio, guys. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. You too. Awesome. You I know, love, I love awesome. doing that. Yeah, you know, I'm thankful that we can give this stuff away, but you know what else I'm thankful for? That, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago, this gas money giveaway would have been about a third of a tank. Right now, it's almost a full tank of gas. It it was, yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, it used to be gas was four dollars a gallon. You know, it's like I can't pay my mortgage, so I gotta dump my house over this gas money. Now, (laughs) you know, we we have we have a big V eight SUV, and it costs me still. I think it's only like thirty six dollars to fill it up. Yeah, you know, it's like my company car twenty five bucks basically fills it up. Oh, dude, the Altima. The the Sun Pro we get Sun Pro Altima bro we got to give a shout out you know before we do any more of these giveaways or talk we have to talk about Gray Birchall who is a rep for Sun Pro word Um, if you look into doing solar message us Um, you can email us and check us out on theboneonline.com if you want to get solar for your house might as well get it from a star get it from Gray Birchall. you got some pretty good rebates and stuff that are going on too we do um, folks well of course. You know, there is a there's a lot of tax incentives and stuff like that. Uh, the other thing about it is, you know, you're going to pay your power bill for the rest of your life if you don't do something about it. Okay, and I just had seasonal. Yeah, disorder you'll get that. seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> just you'll get uh, another disorder that'll involve finances. So anyway, um, regardless, you'll pay your power <laughs> bill for the rest of your life, and you could make a transition. This is the first time in history that you could actually do that to put an end date to your power bill. Because right now, let's say that you give the power company 30 grand over the next 10 years. Well, you're not done, right? You're still going to keep paying them. So you go solar, you pay the system off, your power bill's gone, and you're done. That's it. So when you go to retire or whatever, you've eliminated a bill. But not only have you eliminated a bill, you've also eliminated a bill that will increase because power companies are always out there. They've maintained the lines. They're paying, you know, they're paying to fix stuff from hurricanes and tropical storms. Even if a hurricane doesn't hit us, Duke Power just had $171 million in uh in in repair fees and stuff like that because they brought everybody down to get ready for Hurricane Dorian. Thankfully, that hurricane did not hit us because it was a nasty one. I feel bad for the terrible for the Bahamas, but 
if it had, it would have been a billion, maybe $2 billion event, right? So that's, that's stuff the power company pays. And what do they do? They, they just transfer that money right onto your power bill. Yeah. Right. So it goes up. Like um, you said, guys, Gray Birchall. So if you're looking for solar, this guy is, I mean, clearly from that long winded rant that oh, yeah. really put me to sleep. <laughs> yeah, dude. He, he knows. I mean, well, re- really, I can he, show you how much money it'll save. Yeah. You. Make, he, he's I, a wealth of knowledge. Sense or I wouldn't be doing it. No, that's true. I mean, it, and he's a wealth of knowledge, guys. If, if you have any questions about solar or anything, please reach out to us and get in touch with Gray because he really knows how to save you and your family a ton of money. And, you know, he's not going to BS you. He's not that type of person. So uh, one last thing about that. If you see me in a SunPro car, I can't go above 76 miles an hour. I get in trouble. <laughs> so, 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 so I try to ride in the middle lane on the highway, but, you know, hey, chill out. All right. <laughs> I can't do anything about it. If I go over 76, they get mad at me. So. Uh, and, and hey, so don't take it personal if you're, you know, one thing to the listeners, to we are going to do our, if you're not a member of Tampa Offshore Fishing, you need to join it on Facebook. And this is why we are at eight o'clock. Our show is going to be ending at eight. But what we're, what we're going to be doing, I know hops. I'm sad. Hop, Hoppy loves it here. You guys are fun. You, <laughs> we're, we enjoy being here, Hop. We are be giving away a few items that um, I'm I'm talking to the Tampa Offshore listeners now, along with the radio guys. We had the opportunity to give away two of the pen clash reels that are not even out yet. And so essentially two of you guys on Tampa Offshore Fishing are going to be using a reel that no one else, not even pros, not even TV stars, nobody will have in their hands but you. And that's courtesy of our local pen rep, just because they care about, you know, they, they want real people to get these in their hands, you know. We said there's only about 10 of these in the U.S. right now, right? I think oh, there's wow. only about 10 of these in the entire country right now that come from the factory. So wow. this, this box is... It's legit. I'm surprised they already have the box and packaging and stuff done for them. But at the, at the same time, they launch like next week or so when they'll start. So you're going to have it for a short time as a first person doing it. But at the same time, you know, that I wish it were me. So uh, when are you guys going to win? But uh, join Tampa Offshore Fishing if you haven't got the chance. We're also going to be giving away a Bubba carbon fiber gaff, which is awesome. Right. We use one all the time. It's a, you know, it's a game changer with gaffs. You know, you don't have to spend a fortune on a custom gap. You can get that Bubba quality, that carbon fiber build, that stainless steel. It's it's awesome. But we're going to be giving that away to one of our members on Tampa Offshore Fishing about 8 o'clock this morning. And, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, we're, we're excited. Join Tampa Offshore Fishing on Facebook. The group is free. And uh, I, I think that you guys will enjoy all the content. Gray's videos that he puts together, whether it be underwater or aerial. Um, you know, we have so much of a, a talented group of anglers on there. You know, it's really what got us to where we are right now. And, you know, we, we love you guys, the public, you know, that all, all does this. It's, it's great. And now we love that we get the voice to listen to our, or have all of you rather listen to us on the radio in the Tampa Bay area on, you know, 1025 The Bone, which, I mean, ra- that's as far as radio. I mean, call it a long-winded rant, but we're we're top of the top. You know, we got our buddies Flats Mafia that do the show on Sundays. You know, props to those guys; they've been doing a great job. 
um, yeah, we're, we're thankful to everybody that sponsors the show and, uh, you know, especially our friends at Rivard Buick GMC because if it weren't for them, we wouldn't get a justify bringing Curtis in every weekend. <laughs> I don't even have a smart comment for that. I was thinking about <laughs> I it. I wanted to catch him so. off guard. You did. He has a smart comment for everything. I'm drooling over this pin clash too, man. When are you going <laughs> to give these things away? Yeah, when can we get some? We, we uh, yeah, no kidding. But uh, super thankful for that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, Curtis. What what would you say was your best thing about? And, and this is really a question to catch you off guard, but to make us all really think. You were the struggle bus on our fishing trip the other day. I've seen Curtis slay fish. Thanks for telling everybody listening. Well, last everybody time we took Curtis, yeah, last time we took Curtis out, he caught like a 31-inch red grouper. Yeah, on a freaking, yeah, on Curtis a, yeah, killed on a, it. So, on a light tackle. Just so you guys know, Curtis Yandel is a really talented angler. We just oh, have yeah. to bust his chops because if we didn't, his dad would probably not be paying us what he does. <laughs> well, you got to understand, too. That sometimes you just got to let the guys that can't normally catch fish catch fish. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, that, that was no, a good save. Yeah. That's, no, that's, um, that's called sharing, Curtis. <laughs> yeah. He's so such a kind that. soul. It's, it's been a while since I've gone out and been snake bit, but I was definitely snake bit, but it wasn't a loss um, due to the fact that we were fishing completely different and in shallower water than I usually am used to fishing. And I got to see two species I've never seen before. Um, both of them relatively common. You've got the Graysby grouper. People catch them all the time. Um, I've never caught one because I've just simply never used bait small enough. Um, I thought it was a really pretty fish. I found out they taste freaking phenomenal. Yeah, they're Did, very How'd calm. you prepare? Well, we'll talk about that after. Um, but then uh, I also caught a soap fish, which is a relatively common trash fish, but I've never caught one before because, once again, I don't use baits that small. So that was pretty Ooh. cool. Did you eat the soap fish? Uh, no, I didn't even. You told me not to touch it. I know. It. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> don't eat soap fish. And then I was confused because I'm like, if Gray said not to touch this, this must be super poisonous because he's always wearing gloves whenever he's yeah, getting well, like I just the don't fish. touch anything anymore. So, you know. Well, with the coronavirus scare, you can't really do anything uh, anymore. Oh, Somebody throw me the Lysol. Throw me the Lysol. Easy oh, Lysol. It's disinfectant <laughs> spray. Yeah, what are you do? What are we doing with these microphones after this? I don't know. Boil them? Just, I'm breathe well, all over. We're uh, supposed <laughs> to disinfect. Them. Throw, them, throw them in the microwave. Yes, we have. We have. Hi. What is that stuff worth right now? Uh, I was what's gonna the, say hi. I, what's I'm, the resale I'm Zach market for on that home, stuff? Homeward disinfectant or whatever. Bucks, this, what do you yeah. think the margin on that is, Greg? Uh, probably pretty good. It's probably a pretty high margin. Yeah. Well, people are selling it for more than kidneys right now. I would imagine. Ugh. Are you giving you're giving these reels away here before the end of the show, right? We're gonna give we're gonna give them away right um, after the show, like after the show ends live from the studio. Just, okay. Just so because uh, and the reason why is because. Those of you that are listening right now, I want to give you guys every opportunity to get in with this giveaway. Join Tampa Offshore Fishing. Make sure you find that post that we have pinned at the top and just like it, and we'll add your name to it. Just to be fair to you guys, you know, I want to make sure everybody has an opportunity. We're, you know, we, we want these pen reels to go out. We have all the names and randomizer and stuff. There's uh, a couple hundred or so of you guys. But the whole point of this was to get... We want this to be in the hands of people that are actual anglers. We we didn't want to, you know, just just regular folks from the community that, you know, you might be using something, you might be using another brand, you might be using, you know, whatever. You, you might be using something that you got from your grandfather that's 150 years old. I mean, I don't know, but Penn wanted to make sure that you guys had those in your hands, and uh, we were, of course, the place to go because 
we are the place for recreational anglers. I mean, we fight for you guys. We advocate for you guys. We're out there with you guys. I'm not a charter captain anymore. I used to be. And, uh, you know, I've got a lot of my brethren that are charter captains that work their butts off, and I love them all for it. But, uh, you know, fortunately, I'm, I fish leisurely now, and we talk about it and, you know, represent these great companies and, you know, get to do what we do. So uh, we're giving back to you guys. This thing is going to be awesome. I can't wait till a couple the best of you get it. Around. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I just want to make sure, join Tampa Offshore Fishing if you haven't had the chance yet. Um, Ray, tell us a little bit more about, uh, you know, as far as the hogfish videos and stuff, does, does a lot of... Does a lot of uh, oh Curtis is getting out, ladies ladies and gentlemen. We no. can't we can't just let we we have to. <laughs> I'm we, trying to sneak out here, man. <laughs> we can't we can't just let Curtis sneak out, ladies and gentlemen. Curtis Yandel is no. leaving the building. Uh, Curtis, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks been, for having me, it's man. It's been real. And like I said, guys, Curtis is going to wear a tutu if he sells two cars today. So, mm-hmm. but you guys, no, no, not if I sell two. If we sell, if I sell two cars this week, and you guys say you listen to this show. Okay, so this you week should have kept it to one day. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no. Just say, I mean, I'm just. I wanted I'm to make it, it. I wanted to make it relatively I mean, attainable. I know. Uh, sounds like you really, <laughs> really want to wear, wear this tutu. tutu. You sound so yeah. excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but really, guys, they're listening. I, I I can't believe you guys put up with our antics. Really, I, we're but, so. Peace uh, out, everybody. I'm out. <laughs> Go Thank visit you. Curtis at Rivard Buick GMC <laughs> because none of us want to see him in a tutu. But we want to see him in a tutu. So. Yeah. Hell yeah, we do. Kurt, Bye, Curtis. Curtis is out of here. I hope he sells hey, the cars. Hey, be sure you're sanitized. <laughs> yeah. Be sure to sanitize. Take a shower. <laughs> That's great. Oh, yeah, man. Curtis is a great guy. He definitely sucked it up the other day oh, yeah, on the yeah. water. But, uh, you know, sometimes we all suck it up on the water. Just the way it goes. Wilhelm, tell our inshore crowd a little bit about how the bite's been going on right now. So I think we're kind of on the very forefront of the snook transition coming back in really hot and heavy, getting some bigger ones in here. The breeders really haven't made it yet. Um, you know, we're, we're moving back into that transition where they're coming out of the creeks and the rivers and uh, going to do their eating before they hit the beach later on the summer. But uh, right now the bite is on fire. Uh, the white bait's starting to make its way back into the flats and uh we're going to start making that transition i think from using dead stick bait back to back to using some live bait but uh the the bite on the snook right now is phenomenal if you can find some moving water some structure a point of an island some some trees on a high tide or whatever you're almost inevitably going to pull out a good handful of snook you just got to be patient the white bait i want to hear more about this white bait what size are you seeing on the flats right now? Uh, just, none yet. You know, you're still oh, having still to work there. for it in okay. shore. It's still in the towers, still down at Skyway, still in structure deep, but uh, okay. no, nothing in the shallows yet. Yeah. We're just, you know, that's like my main thing that I think about when I wake up in the morning is like bait, <laughs> you know, and white bait's one of the biggest things. And, yep. you know, I always try to, I always try not to, I always try to prepare. Like if we can't get white bait, you know, I've got this, I've got that, I've got, you know, sure. just on Sardines, and on. whatever. Um, but, you know, there have been times that I've been like, yeah, we'll just go get some white bait, you know, <laughs> and then we didn't bring anything else. I mean, we brought, you know, we brought some stuff, but not like what we normally would bring. And then we're limited to what we can catch that day because we didn't find white bait. So sure. I was wondering if you're seeing it. Um, yeah, we yet. haven't it's tried to go find it lately because, you know, all these cold fronts and stuff usually makes them disappear. Yeah. Um, unless, the, unless the water temperatures in that magic, you know, 70 to 78, they're a little bit tougher to find. And, and truthfully, 
you know, if they're that hard to find, I'm just fishing with something else anyhow. And whenever they're uh, in abundance in the bay and they're easy to catch, it's probably what they're going to eat anyways. I know some people would argue they fish white bait all year long, but I don't know about you guys. I'm not working for white bait if it's below 70 or above 80. Okay. You know, that's a good point. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But white bait's important to me. And it also makes a fishing day a lot more leisurely and fun and a lot less work and enjoyable. And not that I don't like throwing the net, but I don't like to work that hard for it. Well, you know, you. it's true. And this time of year, I, you know, I like breaking out the artificials. It's pretty fun, especially when on the flats and stuff. I mean, it's a good time for artificials. Bait starts getting, you know, really up there. You're not having the flat completely flooded with all kinds of schools of bait everywhere, you know, in all sizes. You know, in the summertime, it can get just so saturated. You you wonder yeah. why and why is the fish even going to look at your bait? You know, we right. still catch them, but because it's hooked and yeah. slowed down, yeah. and they can catch it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Easy meal. That's true. But uh, yeah, that that's great. Well, guys, it looks like we uh, have got a three minutes. Fantastic left. day, and we have three minutes left in our show. Wow, that that. That's uh blew right by. We do we do have our really did. We do have our commercials that uh, we have to run. Yeah, for spe the speaking of commercials, I I'd like to give one more shout out. Go for it. If you guys are in the market looking for a new home, uh, I, I can't suggest a better real estate agent than uh, my wife Terry Wilhelm. Hell yeah, she's uh, she's getting what? rolling right now. She's local knowledge and uh, combined with my knowledge of construction in the industry for the last fifteen years, I'm sure we can find you a fantastic place to live in the Bay Area. She's one of the best. Give her a call. 813-842-8586 Spartan Group Realty. And if nice. you if you didn't catch that, like I said, be sure to check out Tampa Offshore Fishing on Facebook where you're going to be able to find Terry's information so that you can get that home you're looking for. She is the official real estate agent of the Tampa Bay area for Tampa Bay Fishing Radio. Um, and if you're in the Lakeland area, we would recommend that you call our friend Travis Redder both of the you know both of them are so a top tier you know fantastic agents so uh they'll find you the home you're looking for and make it you know hassle free just kind of like curtis at rivard so uh yes sir glad, glad we glad we could bring that up but uh guys i don't know about you but i am super excited to be giving away these reels and this bubba blade gaff gonna be a nice nice giveaway it's gonna be a great giveaway for somebody um we have two sizes though too so it's really nice but uh to before we go to break and before we go out and i give this away with the guys um i just wanted to thank everybody that made this possible from our friends and family to our supporters um especially rivard buick gmc bubba blade ta mahoney and company wholesale cast nets and also American Gate Builders at 813-326-4147 with their custom gates and operation. You know, we could not be more thankful that we have all these wonderful companies to work with. It's it's truly been a pleasure. I but, like it when that gate company gets business because we get to watch Zach sweat. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, I hope with this coronavirus stuff, all of you are not taking it too crazily seriously but at the same time giving it the respect it deserves we want to make sure that your families stay safe we want to make sure you all stay safe on top of it and uh 
it's a lot easier fishing when you're not holed up in bed and you're out on the boat. So make sure you guys soak up some of that sun, get that salt air, and catch a few fish. We're out of here. You can check us on Tampa Offshore Fishing Group on Facebook for 24-7, 365 content. But until then, we'll see you next week on 102.5 The Bone. Check us out for 5 to 6 for our first early show and then our live show from 6 to 8 every Saturday. You guys take care. We love you all. Peace. Listening to Tampa Bay Fishing Radio, presented by Rivard Buick GMC in Tampa on 102.5 The Bone.